Welcome to today's episode of Love and Hate Radio, where today we have in studio, once again, Mr. Kevin Eggleston. Yay, that's me. Yes, that's you, that's you. Yeah, so this is going to be our, our, our New Year's special. So. Yeah, let's get 2020 done. Yes, let's yeah. get the shit on. This is, this is the last episode of the, the year that will be known as the dumpster fire year. Yeah, it's. I think it's one of those years where it's like we'll look back in history as like that's where you point to things. Happening. Calling it now, twenty twenty one is going to be even worse. Shot it. Yeah, I mean, like there's just years. It was like fifteen eighty eight was the Battle of Hastings. This is going to be twenty twenty, the dumpster fire. Yes, the dumpster fire. This is also going to be January first. I keep seeing the thing that you know it'll be the first time that you know twenty twenty will be actual hindsight. Battle of Hastings was in 1588. I'm thinking Spanish Armada. I don't know. Nobody on here yeah. knows history. No, I, I was like, so. what are the chances you're going to get a listener that's like, oh, fact checking that shit. That yeah, somebody's going to, you know, mildly send us funny, messages. historically inaccurate. We've never got a message, but we're finally going to get a message. Um, Yeah, that wasn't 1588. He's wrong. <laughs> oh, man. The English teacher doesn't know his history. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I barely know English. Like, I went, I have student loan debts that say I should be competent at yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. I hear that for most teachers. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think most teachers are, uh, a lot of teachers are comedians. Well, okay, a lot of comedians are teachers. Because I think they, they, they get tired of talking to kids and then they have to go somewhere to talk about it. And they can't make enough money to afford help. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's therapy with uh, sometimes chicken strips. Yeah. So I'm, actually it's a better therapy for yeah. me. No, 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 that is. Just figure they can't afford therapy. So it's like, oh, well, yeah. you know, we're just going to go. We'll go to an open mic and make go, everyone else's or my yeah. problems everyone else's problems. Go to an open mic and tell everyone how much it sucks to be a teacher, and hope that my you know my kids' parents aren't there. Fuck. No, they're getting a lot of trouble if you do that. The parents' not school. <laughs> I just I think like I'm I I'm self-loathing enough that I'm like I think they could do better. Yeah. No, it's yeah. I couldn't imagine. I mean, I teach adults, and I want to fucking punch them in the head most times. I've never gotten to that because usually I'm like they're learning. They're they're kind of beat better themselves. I could see that. But uh, then there's moments where you're like, okay, uh, we have tapped the potential ceiling for you. Uh-huh. Well, see, most of the classes I teach, I teach construction, and I teach you know first aid, OSHA classes, all that fun stuff. So most of them, the guys are like, have to go there. It's like their job saying, you need this certification, so you have to go take this class. So they usually don't want to be there. And then the ones that want to be there, they're the ones that you don't want there because they're the know-it-alls that are like, well, you're <laughs> like, fuck off. <laughs> I don't get paid enough to deal with you. I will punch you in the head and throw you out of my class. <laughs> I want to see the like Hermione Granger of an OSHA safety class. Oh, I've had one. <laughs> Just is he like correcting your pronunciation of words? He's like... Well, Actually, it's tourniquet, not tourniquet. What it was is it was one of those ones because a lot of people don't realize that, like, Washington State, we're under L&I, not OSHA. I didn't realize this. I'm learning. We're learning shit on See, today's podcast. See, OSHA has no jurisdiction in Washington because L&I does. So a lot of the problems we run into, we have different rules in Washington than every other state. So you get people from other states that are like, no, the rule's this. And you're like, dude, you're not in OSHA anymore. This is Lyle and I. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my up. God. I just can see some guy driving yep. his like his forklift across the state line being like, fuck you, OSHA cops. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we can't go after him, Johnny. This is L and I's territory. We can't cross the line. This is out of our jurisdiction. Yeah. <laughs> like Smokey and the Bandit, yeah. but with four clips. <laughs> Get, catch me! Yeah, God, I don't it. even have safety glasses. Dad, gum it. <laughs> yeah, no. No, L&I's worse than OSHA, though. L&I, I mean, if you look at the book, the OSHA book is like, I think, 2,000 pages for everything for construction. And L&I, it's like, if you printed it all out, it'd stand like five feet tall. Oh, the cat just fucking knocked over like all of BJ's. Yeah. Wires. Yeah. Cats. Damn, studio cat. I've been trying to find the electrical tape for a while so that I could, like, secure that HDMI switcher, but... Oh, uh, you, can't, you can't tape cats to things. 
try. <laughs> you can you try. They eventually get out. It's weird. And then they get really angry. <laughs> How do you know if a cat's angry versus I just don't normal? Because they're he's the crack. Just the, the cat. I'm pretty sure he just like s- smokes catnip all day. and goes crazy. Because he is off his fucking rocker. He he attacks everything for no apparent reason. He'll be cuddling with you, laying on your 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 lap, and then suddenly start biting your arm for no apparent reason. <laughs> He just he shows his love. That's his love language. Teeth yeah. is his love language. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Crazy animals. So, so this year is almost over. This dumpster fire of a year is yeah. about to end. So, what are you hoping for in 21? 21? Dude, uh, I really would just love to see like live comedy come back. I yes. don't really care. Like, grind the world to a halt. This is like, make it so we can sling a joke on a stage. I know, because <laughs> it's just one of those things. I mean, just like. And I mean, we've been, because, you know, you run the the, the workshops Mm -hmm. and, you know, that kind of stuff. And we did the uh, questionable content, you know, we do that show. So we have fun on Zoom, but I can't imagine doing a real comedy show on Zoom. Because even the workshops, it's just us as comedians. Yeah. But it it just, I don't know. Like, I I keep talking to people and they're like, oh, yeah, no, I had one that went great. And I was like, am I the problem? Am I the common denominator that makes these suck? (laughs) Because I did a a, a festival that was all online. It doesn't sound very festive. No, it was... They were fine. I'm not going to name them because I... Let's browse the website, sweetie. I'm mad at them, but I'm not, like, mad mad enough to do anything about it. But, so I was in the room. uh, I was doing my jokes. I'm the first comic up. And uh, the audience is just awful. I mean, they're like, they didn't mute themselves, which because we wanted to hear laughs because that's why we do comedies I want yeah. to hear laughs but they didn't mute themselves but they were like having every side conversation you could have they were like I mean they're, they're like commenting on the community like that one's really fat I'm like no shit okay. <laughs> yeah we know if you know how many books we're stacking up this computer right now like you wouldn't say that um, yeah. but uh, anyways they're talking and you can hear it and then the host is kind of like losing their mind they're trying to go through and mute people well they mute me in the middle of my joke <laughs> So I'm in this festival, I'm at like the three and a half minute mark of my set, so I'm hitting like about every 15, 20 seconds punchline. Yeah. Mutes me right in the middle, it takes 30 seconds to unmute me. Oh Jesus. Yeah. And and then I'm sitting there and like trying to get my, like trying to get back in the rhythm. They kept my time running, so they didn't stop me at the time. So then when I finally get back up, all of a sudden I'm hit with the light and I'm like, but I still have like two minutes of material. Yeah, so I have to rush my clo- to my yeah. closer, and I was just pissed. I was like, "Well, because I think a lot of people don't realize that most of the time as comedians, it's like you know we want laughter, but it's one of those things don't slow us down, yeah. or speed us up because we time ourselves. You know, they give us a five minutes, and if we're over five minutes, they will shut off our mic or turn off the yeah. lights. Yeah. So we're trying to get to a certain point in those five minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's because it, yeah, and it's uh, it, if you run that light, like that's the cardinal sin. Nine times out of ten. And then, of course, they had a lady. Everyone was supposed to have a six-minute set. She goes for 15, and they don't do anything. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Was her name Marianne? No. (laughs) No. Uh, Fun times. Uh, Yeah, but it's just like, I'm like, okay, so you guys didn't care about the light, so I should have just ran it. Yeah, I should have just ran it instead of trying to be professional. Yeah. And and I've been to a few of those. That's one of the reasons I kind of quit doing any competitions. Yeah. Because it just got to a point where I would get so freaking angry. Because there was one that I went to that to try and make it eat, you know, whatever, they drew names right at the very beginning of who... You know, would go up, who would go up in what order, and all that stuff. But almost every time, there was somebody that would show up late, and they'd be like, "Oh well, well since you're here, you still got to go up, but you'll just go up last." And like seventy percent of the time, they were the one that won because they were the last comment because that's what you wanted. Because usually, that's what everyone remembers when you have the crowd voting is that last person. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were funny, and it doesn't matter if really the per- the second person was funnier. You don't remember them as much. Yeah. So, and then one of them I had, um, the host screwed up the order mm-hmm. and it was back when I still smoked. So I'm outside having a cigarette cause I had two comics until I was up. And then all of a sudden someone opens the door and they're like, Brandon, you're up. And I'm like, what? They're like, the host has been calling your name for almost a minute now. And I'm like, I, I there's two, two comics before me. Nope. You're next. You're up now. You got to go. Jesus. So then of course you're panicked cause now yeah. the audience was sitting there. Yeah. So it's. 
that, that's and it's just one of those. I got to a point I'm like, you know, you come off stage and they're, they're like, oh, the audience is like, you were the best one out there. I don't know what happened. I, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's like I'm not gonna argue with it. I've had a couple like club competitions uh, that I thought were handled really well. The laugh off in at laughs was done well. I feel like never performed them. the voice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hopefully they'll stay around so you can't. I don't know. No, no. I, I really They're hope special. clubs are able to stay around right now. Um, I hope so. I mean, uh, the one that I mean, the one that's probably been my, cl- the one that's still around that's my home probably to come talk about. Yeah, yeah, you have TCC, um, then you have Laughs, and you have Comedy Underground and Club Comedy, and then Nate Jackson has that club that. But I think got, it, like, one or two weekends. But I think that what I've heard is he's he's out. He can't do it. Yeah, well, I, I think I, that I think yeah, I mean it was one of those things. I'm sure he dumped all of his money into it yeah. with the idea that we'll start making some money here, and then COVID shut everything down. Yeah, because I, I mean, well, and it's just it's zero dollars. I mean, it's not even like a well, we can afford to lose a little bit of money, but we're going to be building a brand. It's just he's going to have to start from scratch if he wanted to. Yeah, because they, they, they hadn't even started yet, and I I think it's one of those things. A lot of those places they still make you like pay rent and all that kind of stuff even yeah. though you're not doing anything and that's kind of where it's they're, they're killing local business but yeah yeah somebody wants money somewhere and yeah. man it fucks you yeah. uh, and I'm like I just want chicken strips and some stage time and that's me too I just want to get up there I mean it's one of those I never really because I've come in and out of doing comedy mm-hmm. and I just started I mean you know I just started going back into it and just yeah. started doing time again and I was starting to enjoy it again and then all of a sudden shut down and I've done a couple of the workshops, but my work schedule has been weird and I've missed a couple because of that. And Yeah. I, Zoom comedy, I guess, like, I, I, it's probably a thing that I'll keep doing after things open up just because it's so convenient. It's but. convenient. It's a good way to work on things. I mean, that's yeah. one thing I found with the workshop is, especially when we're doing it the way you guys do with the workshop, is where it's four comedians, five comedians, whatever. We all do, you know, you give us a random thing to help us work on writing. Yeah. Like, here's a random word that you'd never think about writing about. Do it. And then yeah. you write some jokes about it to help work on your writing skills. And then you get to work on something after. But it's only four or five comedians that are all saying, hey, this is what we liked. This is what we didn't. So it's working together to try and build build your comedy, not just going to a crowd and having a crowd going, yeah, that was funny. Or you fucking suck. And I, so, but I, dude, I miss that so much. I do much. too. I miss I like. I just sit there and I'm like, I'm never gonna bitch about a bomb set in public again. Because I'm. Just I like, think I'm they so both have their their, their their good things. Because it's yeah. like, there is the whole bomb in public. My favorite thing, and I'll be honest, and this is horrible to say, but my favorite thing to watch is when you get that guy who's brand new first time, and he gets up and he kills because he brought like 15 friends. Oh yeah. And his friends are like, Oh my god, that's so funny about Randy. Oh. And the rest guys going, Who the fuck is Randy? You know. And then the next time he gets up and he's like, oh, I killed it. I'm going to do amazing. And none of his friends are there. And it's just like everybody sits there and crickets. And he's like, oh. yeah. And they realize that, oh, shit, when my friends aren't here, nobody gets my inside jokes. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I miss that. I miss new comics. I miss um, my favorite would always be the like overly cocky comic that like tells the, oh, the manager to watch their set. Yeah. Or like, hey, you're going to book me after this. Yeah, and see, if I'm one of those people, I won't. I mean, because there's one comedian out here, and once I start booking again, I'll probably, I might bring him. But there's a comedian, that, uh, a local comedian, that pretty much I offered a set as, I think, a host, and they're like, I'm a headliner. And I'm like, okay, cool, well, I've never seen you, and um, you can fuck off now. Yeah. So as a, as a producer, that's kind of my attitude. It's like, not to sound bad, there's a, f- a bunch of people I can pick out here. So if you're going to have this attitude of, well, I'm a headliner, no... I'm a producer. I want you to see you first before I'm going to book you as my headline. Yeah, yeah. I want to see the. I want to see the material. And sometimes, like tape, can be misleading. I'm amazed. So I we produce oh, yeah. some questionable content. Uh, I asked comics to submit tape just to be like, do I? Can I see what kind of jokes yeah. you tell? Because I don't want to book a person that hates it. Like you're dropping f bombs every other word. I'm not going to put you on a show that. That we book the kids, Where, basically. Like, yeah, you're. Well, I'm yeah, not really book the kids, but I mean, we do. We do somewhat. Fun. Yeah, it, it's well, and it's also it's just like it's bad in two minute in a two minute set. If you're dropping f bombs so regularly in that two minutes, I, you're gonna lose every audience. Member. Yeah. Um, and uh, we got a bunch of responses, and I was like, dude, you sent me a tape with no laughs. Like, 
I, it would have been better if you would have just recorded this in your house. I don't need to see an audience that has, you know, 60, 70, 80, 100 people in it. And there's no laughs. Why would you send me that? Yeah. Uh, like, that helps. But uh, then I also have people that sent me, like, chop, like a super cut of their jokes. And I was like, I don't need that either, man. Oh, I love those when they cut them. And you can see them, like, cut perfectly into... Because that could be... Because there's another comedian around here that is fucking atrocious. But he has made a video to make it look like he is the best thing on the fucking planet. Are we thinking of the same comedian? Oh, I'm sure. That it's uh, shot in a very Louis C.K. Oh, yes. Black and white style. Yes. It Maybe makes had him an article look, in The Stranger. Makes him look amazing, but really, once you're like watching the jokes, you're like, these aren't funny. No, there's... His most recent one has one good joke, and then it goes on for... 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And there's a few like that. I've actually found since I started doing comedy, I don't like some comics I used to. Yeah. Because all of a sudden it's like their stage presence is amazing, but there's no substance to their joke. Or so you have a comic that's all substance and no jokes. Um, yeah. I, my, my personal growth moment was um, I think there was a moment where I was like, oh, I think I don't like George Carlin anymore. <laughs> like, uh, I was like, I really loved him as an entertaining speaker. Yes. But as a comedian, I'm like, I don't, these aren't jokes. Like you're, you're telling, you're telling a thought and I don't disagree with the thought and I don't even hate the way you're saying it. But also like you, you could punch that shit up, man. I think you could too. I think, but, but for the time, I mean, it was one of those, it was just yeah. because he was so edgy, I think is part of what it was too. And I mean, that kind of pushed him over the top. I like him for his style of writing, but I agree. There could be some pitching. Like, yeah. Punching up a little bit. One of the ones that I don't, that I used to love, that I really stopped was Larry. Yeah, well, <laughs> because he's doing Bill Hicks. He is, but it's one of those things. But when you're listening to it, it's like you know, hit the whole attitude of oh, and that's what got you. But then once you start actually listening to the words, you're like, there's no fucking joke there. Yeah, it's no, all a personality. A lot of it's delivery. Um, yeah, actually, for Christmas this year, I got. I got some Moms Mabley on vinyl, some Carlin, and some Richard Cryer, and I'm actually really looking forward to listening to him. Cryer, oh. I think, is one of the ones that like, he still holds up today. You can listen I think to so, today. because he's the one that really made me understand that honesty yeah. makes comedy. When he's up there talking about the fact that he was so high on crack that he shot his wife's car so she couldn't drive away. Or that he caught himself on fire while smoking crack. Fire's That's a hell of a movie. I love cocaine! <laughs> that was, yeah, that was uh, freaking Friar in the freaking 70s and 80s. But he literally, like, I mean, you know, he has, have you ever heard the joke where he really goes off on, like, starting himself on fire while smoking crack? Yeah. And it's like, it's the funniest thing, but then at the same time you're going, he's not kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have a couple that are I like I did that. it for the rock. <laughs> Uh, like, there's a couple that'll do that where you're like, oh, you're a very funny person because you've led a very interesting life. Yes. And then you have some comedians that are like, oh, you, you're just a very introspective person, yeah. and that makes it very interesting. I think it's always funny to see that. But. Well, I think it's fun, too, is like watching comedians and, I mean, especially doing stuff around here, you see the different types. You see the ones that reach. Yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah, you're reaching so far that now you're, you've lost me. Or some of them that try and do that, you know, I'm going to be as dirty as hell because that's funny. And then you're like, now you're just disgusting me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, and then we get some comics uh, from a town north of us, a larger city uh, north yeah. of us. That yeah. I, they tend to, I don't know, they're, they're like all want to be an alt scene comic. Yes. And you're like, that's cool. But when you're all alt scene comics, like that's just. That's not alternative. Yeah, it's not anymore. that great. You know, you don't have to have an audience to have an open mic. It's like, man, it helps. Yeah, it does. It really does. It's weird. It's yeah, no, some, the alt scene. accessibility matters. Yeah, the alt scene comics, I, I mean, yeah. I'm, but there's others, like I said, there's one that, you know, I've done shows with quite a lot because we ran in the same group for a while, and I couldn't stand it. And there was some of her jokes, like, literally after one of her sets when I was hosting. I'm like, well, thank you. I'm not going to be able to get a heart on for a week after listening to that crap. I mean, it's like, you've just ruined any sexy thought that I'm going to have for the next week. I'm sure your wife thanks her. Probably. Probably. My wife Send her a happy. DM on Facebook being like, can I get a recording? Yeah, please. Yeah. But yeah, there's some of them just, it's like they get dirty just to be dirty. And it's like, yeah, but it's not funny. Yeah. 
no, there's there's a couple where I'm like, come on. But then again, it's like, you don't want to censor anything a comic says, but also I'm like, eh, but has that gotten a laugh? Like, who's yeah. responding to that? Yeah. And then that's it. And then it's like, you know, but then they have that attitude where people will, and there's a couple of them out there where they have that attitude that people follow these certain comedians and you're like, but they're not funny. But they have an attitude that makes people think that they're successful because they tell them they are. Yeah. But. Yeah. I just can't be that much of a dick. No. It's just be like, oh, my shit doesn't stink. Oh, no. I, I'm the worst. I literally, I'll walk off the stage and have people be like, that was awesome. And all I'm thinking in my head is I missed a time on that one. I was off on that one. And I am my worst critic. And that, a lot of times if I stop doing comedy for a while, that's why. It's because I've gotten to a point that I'm so hard on myself. I'm like, I need to freaking step back for a minute. Yeah, I, I can see that. But it's also like, dude, it's an open mic. Like, you got to put it in some perspective. Well, it's, if it's a weekend show or a book show. like When I was on weekend those, shows yeah. and book shows, that's when I was I would start freaking out if I didn't do that. When I, I had the promoter and everyone else being like, oh, my God, that was great. And I'm like, ah. That's the one thing that sucks is producing a show and then having to get up and be funny on it because you're like you have so many other things you're worrying about that you're like I don't really care I don't care about telling these jokes and it's like and I that love is. producing but I also don't and that's one of the reasons why you know when I would produce a lot of people because I you see the producers that host all their shows and I'm like no they're like yeah. why don't you host why don't you do more when I was hosting and I'm like because I bring myself up about every six months but if you always noticed usually it was with comedians that I knew that I didn't have to worry about. If it was somebody that I was going to be stressed about that comedian being there, I'm like, I, I, I need to. You oh, know. yeah. You got to troubleshoot. Yeah. If I'm going to have to troubleshoot, I'm going to have to worry about something. I don't want to, you know. But I didn't also didn't want to be one of those things that everyone's like, oh, fuck, he's up again. Yeah. yeah you don't want to make the show all about you. No. Yeah. So what's uh, what are we doing in 2021? I mean, what's our, what's your goal? You lost so much weight, like a freakish amount. Of I know, weight. and I feel like I tried to, like, you know, when we did the, the, the questionable content, I went a little too far. I like how you admit uh, a strip tease was a little too far. I don't know, whatever. But <laughs> it wasn't a tease. It was just a strip. Uh, it was. No, but it was one of those. It was, well, and I was talking to Matt about this. I'm like, I forget sometimes, like, the comedians, I know they knew where I was going with it, and it was one of those, like, you know, I was just fucking with everyone, really. But then it's like the audience members. I'm like, how many of them just thought I was that asshole <laughs> yeah. guy that's lost a bunch of weight and be like, look at me, fatties. And it's like, I really kind of was, but it was more of I was doing it as a joke, kind of. But it, yeah. Yeah, that comedy persona thing. Yeah, I stepped out a little too far on that one. Ah, it's like, oh, when your own teammate goes to the other team. <laughs> And that's the other problem is you, you're working with comedians, and we're such shitty people. Oh, we are. Uh, we have way too much fun with it. Yeah, like any sort of thing that you do, we're like, oh, that was a minor mistake on your part. Time to exploit it forever. Well, and what's funny is what like the audience doesn't see, too, is we're exploiting it constantly on the show. And then yeah. the second we say show's over, we're all in the background cracking up and laughing about oh, yeah. this. And, oh, my God, did you see when I did this to you? And, you know. Yeah. yeah, the roast roast battles are like that where it's always funny. I always think it's weird when comedians get mad about roast battles. Oh, yeah. But so, the whole point. What is 2021 for you? Like you've already gotten in shape. So, to keep it, really. I mean, it's just are you a, start, to like keep... reading books or. I read books all the time, actually. I mean, did you see my shelves downstairs? They're not just for show. I actually read all those. Mm. Mm. It's a lot of uncreased spines, bro. There are a few that are bought just because they're first editions, but. I have read, usually if you look, you'll see the first editions and then a, a copy next to them that I've read. So, I've read, I've actually read all of Stephen King, Clive Barker. I read those horror. kind of books, horror books. So. Have you gotten into a son, Joe Hill? No, I haven't. Because I'm actually behind on Stephen King. I need to catch up. But, no, I mean, it's going to be, I, I want to focus more on my comedy again, but then the problem is, is I kind of need. Yeah. I need some live shows to fucking do it. Need shit to open up. Yeah, so um, I want to focus. I want to sit down and write some more. Because one thing I've actually found like while running, and a lot of people don't really understand that running has been like my savior for pandemic, the pandemic. Like, I'm a social person, and I haven't been able to be that. So for me, when I'm freaking out and my brain is frying, for me to just go run, it like clears my brain. And that's yeah. kind of been my savior through this whole thing. And so it's kind of, you know, it wasn't really just to lose weight it just became kind of my thing to, to clear my mind so but i've been thinking a lot while i run now and that's kind of where i write my jokes while i'm running so i even have on my phone where i can hit record real quick and record something so there's a lot of weird heavy breathing like <laughs> like joke writing in there so it's kind of creepy but. <laughs> sounds like you're masturbating while talking about your joke yeah like, yeah oh, well most of the jokes nips. most of the jokes the about masturbating either yeah. anyway so 
Yeah, it's convenient. It's convenient. It's convenient. So. Um, I wondered why you're when you were posting your run thing. It was having little stops and starts. Uh, you know, I thought you were just doing skips. No, no, no. I was skipping something, but um, <laughs> I don't even know how that would work. <laughs> you don't want to. Uh, but no, it's one of those. I want to start writing a little bit more. I, I want to step actually away from because I have been one of those. I do like to be a dirty comic, but I want to step away from that a little bit and try writing more PC or clean because I never really tried because I've never wanted to be that guy. Yeah. But it's more not because I want to suddenly be a clean comic. I just want that writing ability if that makes sense. To try and write a different way. Well, it, you can... That's the thing. Is like it's, it's easy to dirty up a joke. Yeah. It's tough to clean up a joke. Yeah. Um, it is. And, and I found throughout the years that one of my favorite things to do is lean into something but not say it. Yeah. So there'll be some jokes that, I, you know, and I haven't used some of them in a while. Well, I'll, I'll make some innuendo, but I won't say it. I'm just kind of <laughs> let your mind go where it wants to go. Yeah. But, so that's your 2021 goal? Is, is I want to yeah, write a little bit comedy. more comedy, write, some, write a little bit more, try and be a little, you know, try different. Because one of the big things that I have is a lot of my jokes I've written that are more animated. Where you've seen me on stage, I'm not that animated. I'm more, I just talk about things and say things and whatever. And I mean, kind of when I did the, that was one of the things I was trying to do a little bit more when we did the questionable comment was be that more animated character that I've tried to be for years. Yeah. And I felt like I was getting there and I feel like I'm getting there a little bit more through the Zoom things. It's a matter of, can I get in front of an audience and become that Zoom, become right. that, that animated character. And it's tough to be animated on Zoom. Like, I mean, Jesus Christ, one lag in the camera and yeah. the video feed and you're like, your joke's ruined. And that's kind of thing for me, though, is it's one of those is, you know, if there's a lag, whatever, no one sees it, but I want to be able to be that animated, get that animated character out yeah. because that's a lot of my jokes are written with that animated character, but then I'm, I'm too afraid to do it on stage. So I want to get that, bring out the character that Brandon Valentine was supposed to be when I created him. Yeah. Rock on. Yeah. Because Brandon Valentine, a lot of people who listen to the show know is a character. So He is. He is a real character. <laughs> cut up. Yes, yes, yes. But because I do have the, and a lot of people actually comment on the fact that if you look at my Mike James versus Brandon Valentine, like on Facebook, they're like, it really is two different people. Yeah, it, I mean, we honestly, uh, actually, Beach called you here today. We're going to do an intervention. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> I have we skits. We think you need help. I must get so. He definitely needs help. I do, but I ain't going again. Last time I went, I had to spend some time in the padded room. It was actually quite refreshing. But. Honestly, I think all rooms should be padded. They should be. Like, that's an option. Hmm. Yeah. I think we're going to pad this one eventually. Yeah. Oh, dude, if you guys could put it in that Nerf foam, that would be amazing. Let's get some Nerf foam we put in here. Yeah. Like, I want it as safe as, like, a, a, a McDonald's playground. <laughs> but then we'd have to add herpes to it. Why do kids have McDonald's herpes? do you go to? <laughs> Maple Valley. Yeah, that makes sense. That checks out, actually. <laughs> Sometimes, though, like, well, I'll get McNuggets from them, and I'll get 11 in the 10-pack, and I'm like, why well, they don't teach math well? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> good. Because a lot of people that don't know this, the school he teaches at, I graduated from. Yeah, I mean, well, the district. We have no evidence you actually graduated. Like, you keep saying that the diploma's coming, but it's not. <laughs> I have no it. idea where that is, actually. It's kind of like my wife's and my wedding certificate. We assume it's legal. There you go. I, I mean, I was really drunk during the wedding, so maybe it wasn't. Ooh, it might not have been. Ooh. Yeah. See, I've always wanted mine because I had a 16 year old sign as one of my witnesses. So I've always wondered if that made it legal, illegal or not. But at this point, it's like, it's been 20 fucking years, so I'm pretty sure I'm not getting out of it. Wait, were you looking for a legal loophole? You're like, oh, 16-year-old no. signed it. I'm out. No. <laughs> no. Look at this. I'm six-pack Mike now. <laughs> no, no. There's fuck. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many six-packs, eight-packs, keg that I have. Nobody wants this. Trust me. <laughs> What's the point of getting shredded like Jesus then? Huh? Come on. It's really like I was said. Was Jesus shredded? Was um, Dude, look at that cross. Look at those abs. Fair uh, enough. He did CrossFit. <laughs> Boom. But Jesus. I mean at the <laughs> CrossFit, damn it. God, I wish I had a cricket sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second to catch that, but no, I mean I mean not to sound bad, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't white, so I'm how do you know that they got any of it right? <laughs> what if 
it's just a fat guy in there. Like the cru- it's Buddha. See, that's how they could have they could have gotten out of it. It's just like, oh, they're gonna crucify me. I'm gonna eat a lot of sandwiches. Wasn't there like a serial killer who basically did that so they could hang him? Uh, I think it was he got fat and then he said the way you execute me is hanging. And they're like, mm, that's gonna be gross. That's gonna like de-glove your head. <laughs> yeah, and then they said it was unusual punishment, so they couldn't do it. So it was like a big legal yeah, battle. I that think they just shot him. I think they did. I think they. <laughs> Shooting him. Oh, you guys check me because there, huh? You get to, I guess, in some states, because if they have multiple options for yeah. s- for killing you, that you get to choose which one. <laughs> so he got too fat, and he's like, well, I want to be hung. And they're like, nope, well, fire is called. <laughs> you're too fat to be hung. What so, these, How do you think they broach that topic? You're like, okay, uh, here's your last meal order form. And also, well, think I, while you're just mulling your options, how are we going to kill you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I want to be hung. Like, nope. do you have to watch a, like an instructional video? So you've been sentenced to death. <laughs> Please, God, can I write that video? I'm Troy McClure. <laughs> <laughs> we need to write this video and record it. Yeah. So, so you've hangings. been sentenced to death. Hanging is a classic. <laughs> Only open to our customers 250 pounds and below. Guillotine. Yeah. Also only available to 250 pounds and below. Because if your neck is too thick, that'd be gross. <laughs> it might not no, go through. Like, it's not going to It'll kill you, but it's going to be gross. Okay? <laughs> it's going to take like, a while. <laughs> it would take like four swings. It's kind of, yeah. Do you have sleep apnea? Then guillotine is not for you. <laughs> I don't know why I read it like a medical side effect. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't want bullets. I'm allergic to it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm allergic to lead. <laughs> well, that'll help. They're made of iron. <laughs> Fuck. <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> this is a video we need. I think yeah. this is something that needs to be done. <laughs> well, I like it because you can just be like, can you do a lethal injection, but I get to pick what goes in the mix? Oh, yeah. A hint of heroin. Why couldn't? Why wouldn't they let them be like? Okay, I choose. I will. I will voluntarily commit suicide. I just want the biggest syringe of heroin, like <laughs> one of those comic book, like cartoon Bugs Bunny cartoons. A comically there. large yeah, syringe. Like, <laughs> the irony is like, this is what got me put in jail. This is what's gonna get me out of jail. <laughs> See, I think if that was me, I'd be like, I just want to make sure peyote, mushrooms, and LSD. I think the last thing I'd want to do is be tripping balls right before my execution. Like, Why not? Oh, man, I can see God. He's very angry with how I live my life. <laughs> I think that'd be amazing. Yeah. You I, obviously had different experiences than like, I did. What, Joe Rogan going to like give you your uh, concoction before you... You ever tried DMT? Yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan probably would take it before he gave it to me. Hey, You'd be seeing all half doses. Yeah. You'd be seeing like gorillas in your final trip. That'd be amazing. Edible has a bite mark in it. <laughs> just give me all the freaking hallucinogens and a video game system, and then just wipe me out while I'm playing. Just at some point, feed just me to the chips. Sometime between the thirty-minute and the hour mark. Yes. Shoot me in the head. Actually, here's what you do. Set when I die on the game. Yeah. Set them up on a pinball machine. You get three lives. When that last one, if you can make it to the end, you can pinball wizard that shit. Pardon. There we go. But if you don't, the machine blows oh up God. and takes you. Yeah. Just... Yes. <laughs> oh, dude, you just see that? And no tilt. You smack the side of the yep, machine. You smack that boom. No, see, that is that, now that would be the way to go. Honestly, put a GoPro right in front of them so we see that, like intense determination like I got this cocky one ball down that's fine I've got it I still can do this then he gets to that last one. Oh man then if his family pays a million dollars he gets an extra life <laughs> pay back See? into the system yeah pay back in the system I've just fixed we're... the justice system you have just fixed the justice system then again I'd realize like Bill Gates could then just murder so many people Bezos is like whatever man I'll just keep you mean he hasn't already yeah touche yeah. <laughs> a lot of people have died in Amazon warehouse just cram okay we're close for Ebola Ah, uh, polio vaccines. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. That's a whole debated topic. Is it? I feel like no. we're all anti-polio. <laughs> well, no, it's the whole Bill Gates polio vaccine is a debated topic. Oh. No, I'm anti-polio. Yeah. I, okay. I, I'll be, I am not an anti-vaccine in any way, shape, or form. I will take the polio vaccine. I will take all those. Oh. 
the the vaccine that's come out, the only issue I've had with it, and I've told people this, is it's like when you buy that first car, you never buy the first year. You let them work out the bugs. So, my parents have gone the entire spectrum during COVID. I was talking to them the other day, and with no irony in their voice, just said, they said to me, Kevin, you can't trust anything that takes less than nine months to develop. Hmm. I'm a premature baby. <laughs> yeah, I took less than nine months to develop, and I was like, but then you took another 18 oh. years, so it's kind of a yeah. But it's just like yeah, didn't meet the factory settings for time. <laughs> no, no. Don't trust that baby. Well, and like I said, it's one of those. I'm not against it. It's just I, I I'm not, I'm not one to take the first round of something. It's like let let them take it and see what happens, and you know, in six months, a year, if they're not, oh, I turned mean, into. You know, they're talking I am legend. Up, they're talking to open up back up schools. I'm like, I'm not wanting to go back unless I do get it. I'm like, sign me up. I'll take it. it it's kind of one of those. Make it marshmallow flavored. I don't give yeah. a shit. I'm not, you know, completely. It's like, I just, it, it's, I just, if I have to take it, I'll take it. I'm not going to be one of those people like, fuck you. I ain't taking no goddamn vaccine from you. But I'm just, I just feel you nervous. You sound like Hank Hill. Because that's how Hank Hill would do it. Hank Hill Damn it, Bobby. An anti-vaxxer, though. Dale would be the anti I don't think he'd be an anti-vaxxer. I think he would just be the same way of like, hey, you know, give me, you know, they haven't tested you it. You know, you propane gets tested, was tested for years before they started selling it. He'd wait till Tom Landry took it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Dale, you got to take the goddamn vaccine. <laughs> Boom, Howard would take it. He'd be the one trying to give it because he's a U.S. Marshal. Yeah. So... And it's one of those, like I said, I, I'll take it when I have to, but it's just I would like to be, I don't want to be one of the first to take it. John Redcoin would give Dale COVID as back, as uh, <laughs> revenge for fucking... Yeah, who knows? Yeah, now we've got on a whole tangent of that freaking show, and I forgot King about our characters. Re-up or, re-da- or like rebooting King of the Hill for 2021? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. Why Damn are it, you Bobby. protesting? <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Bobby. Yeah, no, it's those damn Marxist BLM. <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting friggin' year. I mean, it's one of those you know you get a lot of those people, and it's just so funny to see on Facebook all the people. Say, Pocket COVID. <laughs> Pocket COVID. So many people are different, like at, so far off to different angles, and you're like, dude, come on. Yeah, I'm about like to bust. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm just not in a big hurry to be one of the first ones. Oh man, mix it up in like a milkshake. Wrap it up in some cheese, like you're trying but to see, give a I'm, pill to a dog. I'm I one of those I don't, I don't agree with the masks at all. I never, have. I'll wear it. I wear it where I need to. I wear it where I'm supposed to. But my idea is that mask to me is basically about the same as wearing like a, a what was it I said the other day? It was a uh, fishnet condom. Oh yeah, fishnet condom. It's about the same. I mean, it's about as effective as a fishnet condom. But so stylish sexy too. Sexy as hell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like he said, sexy as hell. But yeah, it's just. Yeah. Actually, I had my first anti-masker mo- like sentiment last night. Uh, so my parents got hit, got involved in a hit and run. Oh. Some guy sideswiped them, pushed their car. Thankfully, my this sounds bad. My parents hit a tree, so thankfully they didn't hit a guy's house. Nice. But uh, they're fine, which terrifies me. The last time, so my dad got in a car act- or got in a motorcycle accident this year. They've just been in a car accident. The last time my dad got in an accident, I broke my ankle taking a step off my porch. So oh. I'm just terrified. Like, I am living a final destination yes. life right now. Yes. I just, like, everything, I'm like, oh, is this how I die? I'm like Devin Sawa. <laughs> just, I'm just trying to predict how it's going to kill me. Um, yeah. Anyways, they got in this car accident. Hit and run. Guy was wearing a mask in the car. And I was like, that son of a bitch. If we didn't have that mask mandate, they'd have been able to ID him. Yeah. Well, it's, we did it. We were somewhere in... I think it was going into like Walmart down here and I had, it was cold out. So of course I'm wearing a beanie, but it was sunny out. So I'm wearing my sunglasses and I put my mask on and I'm like a year ago, people would have think I was coming in to rob the place. Now <laughs> it's like, Oh, well yeah, at least it's kind of hope the masks stay though. Yeah. Do you know how little I have to give a shit about my appearance? Cause the mask distracts from a lot. Of my biggest day. problem is, is it's really that it's, I, I could, I've actually had to start putting lotion on my chin. You have to put the lotion on the skin. Yes, because my chin you'll is get drying the hose out again. <laughs> from wearing the mask. See, I, I, you probably have to wear them a lot more than I do, though. Yeah, and it's one of those. I'm I don't not leave one of those, the like, house. I have, I because I have yeah. a friend. I lost one of a friend on Facebook in the beginning of this because they were like, "Oh, you won't wear a mask or anti." It's like, no, I'm not saying I'm anti-mask. I'm saying I will wear it where I'm required to, but I'm not gonna wear it in my fucking car. I'm not gonna wear it when I'm running and I'm the only person out there. Yeah. 
you know, and that's where he was like losing it. And I'm like, because he was like, you should wear it whenever you leave the house. And I'm like, uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. Because I hit in Seattle. I did a, a run in Seattle two weekends ago, or whatever. And I'm running through downtown Seattle, like on the sidewalk, away from everybody. And I'm getting people look at me like, oh my God, he's not wearing And I'm like, you're fucking more than six feet away from me. Piss off. Oh, go over to Wenatchee. You'll fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you're more than six feet away from me. I'm not, I don't need it. If you're going to come within my bubble, I'll put my mask on. It's in my pocket. I'm just not, don't physically have it on because I'm running. You're walking around with your fucking drinking your mocha. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's the, that's the way to get it is if you uh, have a beverage, nobody questions why you're not wearing a mask. Oh no, Excuse this chick was still wearing the mask and drinking through it. Excuse me? Big fucking excuse me? She's trying to waterboard herself. (laughs) And I've seen that more often than you think. There's a lot of people that they're they're so afraid to take it off. Like in classes all the time. Also, you get those people that are so afraid that that because there's people around that I can't take the... They'll drink through the mask. I Yeah, I don't know. But then I feel like I just have a mask that smells like coffee all freaking day. I mean, mine already does. Which normally, I mean, masks, I, I like coffee, but... I mean, if it's going through, it's just no. Yeah, I don't. I need just to don't need a wet, strain it. a wet, moist thing on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I've been married twenty years. That ain't happened. <laughs> Insinuation. Yeah. Um. yeah, no. <laughs> but no, it's just yeah, it's it's just interesting. But I, like I said, I'll wear it where I'm supposed to. I'm not gonna, but I'm not gonna go out of my way like I see a lot of people. I mean, I'm at the novelty mask stage of oh, so all this, where I'm just like, my masks are getting like an edgy 12 year old's t shirt, and uh, <laughs> that's fine. I bought but my I'm wife like, a stitch This has gone on too long. Yeah. And I, all the ones I wear now, they're all, all of them are from blood, don- blood donations. I'll go donate blood, and they give a new mask. And the masks that they give are the most comfortable ones I can find. So I'm like, I need to go get blood again because I need a new mask. Yeah, the ones I've been wearing, I've actually been wearing since before this all started. Yeah. Which is funny. There's pictures of him in studio at the old studio where he was wearing a mask before this whole thing started. So I just thought it was stylish. He and then a trend center it turned stylish. out I was ahead of ahead of the times. You were just ahead of the curve. Which I just don't like the curve. Uh, for those yeah, wondering nice, about the silence, silence uh, yeah. <laughs> he's the one that had a pose for the picture. Yeah, anyone else could have talked. I didn't know yeah. this. Was I, I I wasn't sure what was going on, so I was just silent. Like, what the fuck? We, uh, well, we, anyone who we like, wanted to have a mindful moment. Anyone yeah. who goes and looks for the, the the picture for the podcast is always the the you know yeah. whoever's with us. But. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of where'd the cat go? Like to see masks stick around. I'm scared. Okay, he's sleeping behind me. Okay. Yeah. You'd like to see him stick around? I'd like to see him stick around into 2021. Whatever. Well, I mean, it's one of those. I mean, let's get this all under control. You know, and I get why people want to wear the masks. I mean, I get why part of the reasoning, but big problem with science is people keep going well look at the science it's like but which science because I just like looking like Negan <laughs> there you go but I mean I, I agree masks should stick around but I don't agree with wearing them in your car I don't agree with wearing them when you're doing it's like wear them when they're necessary I just gotta be like what scientist is like well, I never fucking said wear them in your car <laughs> like, yeah I know you're a jackass yeah. um, no it's just you get those people like I said like literally I had people like in Seattle, and one of the things I had to do, I had to run up these stairs, and I'm running up the stairs, and I mean, they're eight feet wide, yeah. and I'm on as far to the right as I can be, and there's someone coming down the stairs, and you could just see her, like, I mean, her eyes rolled so much that I thought they were going to come back out from underneath. <laughs> I mean, because I wasn't wearing a mask, and she's giving me that look, and you know that's what it was, and I'm just like, I'm like eight feet away from you twat shut up i mean it was also probably because you were humming the rocky song <laughs> well i was yeah. doing it. there was that but. yeah you got to the top and we're just doing the dance and then you're like yeah <laughs> you're no. at the midway flight point. that's pretty much too and that was it i hit the top i'm like yeah fuck there's more stairs yeah i say that every time i see stairs even if it's well this is one of those ones because it was a it was a relay marathon where you do one leg and then somebody else does the next one and that the leg that they gave me had all the fucking stairs <laughs> You know, you know the history of marathons, right? Yeah, someone good. ran until they died. Yeah, ran to marathon. Yeah, and, and then just, died. I feel like that's so mean to that guy. Just like, yeah, we do this for fun. That thing that killed you, 
That's how we spend Saturdays now. How do you what? like that, pussy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was wearing, like, armor, probably. Yeah, yeah. probably, but I'm still, like... <laughs> like and then we're like, oh, we'll, we'll make it even harder. We'll make it a tough mutter. Ah, deal with that, jerk. That's fun, though. Yeah, that guy died from it. I also am honoring his memory because if I run 26 miles, I will also die. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah, it just I like I said, it's for me it's become He was probably also wearing sandals. Yeah. <laughs> it's become my mental conditioning, really. I think my mental health is being bettered by running. So this is what I do instead of getting drugs. Sorry, they're called oh. they were called Zori. <laughs> what? They were called Zori back then. Okay. Uh, no, sandals. sandals. Yeah. Well that's what <laughs> they say. Sandals were not <laughs> sandals were not as common as most people think, so that shows that Jesus was rich. <laughs> Or he was just wearing. He saved all that like, frankincense and myrrh. Yeah, so he could buy sandals because they were they were a luxury item. Most people were just barefoot, so Jesus was a rich bitch. Hell, Satan. <laughs> nice subtle plug for the devil. <laughs> well, I'm still kind of bad because the one thing I wanted for Christmas nobody got me. I wanted the freaking the, the, the Satanic Bible, but I needed some new reading material. <laughs> you know, uh, they make. They make this thing called the internet where you can order your own satanic Bible. But it was Christmas. Also, <laughs> why can't you find that Bible when you go to hotels? <laughs> that would be amazing. That's what we need to start doing. Just give it out the satanic Bible at hotels. They just have a selection of Bibles when you're yeah, like... Which one do you want? <laughs> which God yeah, do you want it to worship today? If you have a pillow, today? Menu, pillow menu in your hotel, you should also have a Bible menu. Which God do you want to choose today? No, I mean, I want to get the Do you want the Bible Quran? We, we the, keep talking Whatever about the fuck the Jews read. <laughs> the Bible. They read the Bible. The first one, not this sequel. The old school. They, they read the Old Testament is all the, the, the Jewish faith follows is the Old Testament. And then the Christians added the part after Christ. That's why it's called Christian. They did the, uh, the fanfic version. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the Mormons did the... The, the, the coloring book, <laughs> yeah, the the fanfic of the fanfic, which usually is never better. Yeah, that's never a good thing. No. So it's like a Fifty Shades of Grey fanfiction. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like the new Tom and Jerry. After they fucked it up, it was like amazing in the beginning, and then they kind of changed it a little bit and fucked it up, and then they're like, yeah, let's see if we can fuck it up even more. Let's make it better, and they did. I heard the new Looney Tunes was good. <laughs> it is. Uh, Animaniacs, right? Oh yeah, those are good. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the new season's on Hulu, right? Ooh, I'm gonna have to look for that. Yeah. We don't have Hulu anymore, do we? I don't know. Mom's weird about that. She is. <laughs> so we can only have one or two at a time, and then she's freaked out. <laughs> but then we're like, but we want to watch this show, and it's only on this, but we don't have that anymore. Well, and then all the Godzilla movies are on HBO Max. Well, you have HBO Max now. I know. So we could watch Wonder Woman. Probably only, we're probably only going to have it for like Oh, a month. God. Wonder Woman made me so angry. I've never been more angry at a film. And here's the thing that I, I felt is I was telling Beej this is partly what I felt was they they tried to like use every 80s trope and then would use it for a couple minutes and then completely ditch it and go to a new one. Like yep. the very beginning was the cheesy 80s, like just cheesy fucked movie from the 80s with like everything over the top. And then they went from that to kind of the love story, the romantic comedy with with Steve. And then they went the over-the-top, you know, action movie with the whole thing in Egypt. And then a couple of the other scenes where it was like the -the over-the-top 80s action movie. And then the the end was just... The end actually was the only part of the movie that seemed okay. There was issues, but it wasn't so over-the-top as the rest of it. It was... To me, it was... Like, the tone is wrong throughout that entire yes. movie. And also, two and a half hours. God. Oh, like, it could have been. You do not need to have that movie two and a half hours. There was 30 yeah. minutes of it. The that plot was felt very derivative, it was too. So, yeah, it was so frustrating because... Pedro Pascal was amazing. All the actors he was. in it are... I mean, Gal Gadot, yeah. even Kristen Wiig. Like, all of them are just working so fucking hard. The effects artists drop the ball. Like, there's one oh. scene uh, you can see they're clearly dummies. Like, there's a shot of the face that you can freeze on. Oh. And you're like, when she rescues the kids from the tank. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, they, I mean, oh, that just, was bad. bad. And you're like, oh, what is going on? The opening has it. It couldn't set the tone because it does start with that, like, weird 80s, like. Cheese. I mean, like, Richard Donner Superman cheese. Kind yeah, of like cheese. And, uh, just, I don't know. It just bugged me. I was like, how do you. And it, what it felt like is it, it would have been a fine movie 
By the way, spoilers. Was, if this was oh, when yeah. X-Men came out in the 90s, yeah. we'd be like, oh, this was amazing. But no. I'm like, you got to have a little bit of nuance. There was a little, a little bit, bit when she went full Cheetah. Well, that was kind of... I mean, I, it felt like they kept it dark, so it wasn't yeah. as obvious how bad it was. But then there's questions on it, too. Of like, One of the things I was talking to a friend, once you set up comic book logic, you got to stick to it. Because I get that it's not real logic, and I'm not going to argue the logical side of this, but once you get to the comic book logic, you stay to it. And the question is, when she shocks her, she's supposed to have the same powers and strengths as Diana. Why did Diana... Why was Diana okay with the electrocution, but Cheetah wasn't? Yeah. So it's like the comic book logic for me right there. I'm like, it's fuck. You, you, you. The way to beat them should have taken her out too. Yeah. And well, and it's just I don't know. Might have been the armor. Yeah, I think that's what they're gonna say. But it's just I don't know. To me, also, it was a Saturday morning cartoon plot. Yes. Stretched into an action movie or into a full movie, and I was like, it's not good. I mean, like, no. they basically did an adaptation of uh, For the Man Who Has Everything, the Alan Moore yeah. uh, Superman story, and then don't do anything with it. And anything new or interesting, and I was like, sucks, you wasted some really some really hard work on some actors' parts to try to sell this stuff. And the actors, I mean, you can't fault the actors. I mean, that no. was all cinematography, that was all the, the writing. It was just, it was too much for too much time. I mean, Pedro Pascal, amazing actor. Job. Yeah, I mean, just doing his 80s movie ham yeah. job. Like, yeah. That's exactly who, if Jim Carrey was like 15 years younger, would be cast as. Yeah. Yeah. So, Pedro Pascal did an amazing job. Gal Gadot did a great job. I mean, I thought they, when they had the part where when it first starts and it's her, you know, as a little girl, you know, racing, that had the feeling of the first movie. And then they went straight into the 80s and they just went so over the top with how insane the 80s was which it was well okay i also wonder if there was a weird rewrite or something that happens because that that thing in the beginning where they show her like as a little girl and she learns the lesson that like you have to work hard for what you have there's no shortcut yeah doesn't fully get developed no because the the very end it's like hey man wishes have consequences is like the moral of the story but it's like i thought it was going to play into more like hey don't uh, don't take the shortcut. But then the movie doesn't develop that theme no. that it sets up. I mean, it kind of does say don't take the shortcut because all the wishes it shows like yeah. with, with your wishes comes you know it's the monkey's paw. But it's like it's yeah, but because they did the monkey's paw thing instead of like somebody that just found a shortcut to science or like yeah yeah. yeah so it just it didn't quite match. And I was like again tonally this movie is misplaced. There, yeah, there was something. I feel like it was off the whole movie. I feel like Maxwell Lord with how they wrote him. He shouldn't have been really, like, evil. He shouldn't have been the guy... He shouldn't have just been the rich guy who wants all the oil in the world. He should have been, like, a good person. And see, I think that would have made it good, too. That would have made... If he wasn't a con artist to begin with, and he was a good person turned bad... I mean, not really bad, but just everything yeah, went like bad. Like, if he had actually wishes. good intentions, yeah, he's, it would have been... all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, he did a great job of playing what they wanted him to play, but I think that yeah. character, I agree, the character should have been one of those where he has perfect good intentions, but because of the whole monkey's paw, yeah. you know, theorem, which anyone who doesn't understand, that monkey's paw theorem is pretty much for a wish. The monkey's well, it's less gonna, of a theorem and more <laughs> of a I myth. also love how she's, like, supposed to be this super, like, genius because she's been alive all, these ti- all this yeah. time and... Has known all this stuff about human culture, but has to get told about the monkey's paw. Like, yeah, oh, it's like I didn't such read a that story. Yeah, yeah. Does that... she just hate the Chinese? <laughs> she must, because yeah, the whole monkey's paw idea is basically <laughs> that. Jesus Christ! How did you get there? Because <laughs> the monkey's paw, I think, is a Chinese. It's no, like a Chinese it's written myth. by an American. Huh? Really? Oh. What? <laughs> okay. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> yeah, it's the English does, teacher to but know that. Also, but, does not. Uh... But but yeah, the monkey's paw is a whole idea that but a wish. It's kind of like the idea of the, the genies and what genies really were. The 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 jinn was that if you wish for something, they're going to give you what you wish, but not always what you think you're wishing. For. Yeah, that's why or, you always keep your wisdom stat up yeah. in D and D. Or they're going to give you a wish that is. They're going to give you the wish, but they're taking something from you at that wish. It's like you know when she wishes for Steve. She starts losing her powers. Yeah, and they also do a bad job, like, connecting those. Like, they eventually have to just come out and say it. There's no moment where a character realizes it. They're right. like, oh, no, that's what's happening. I'm like, oh, cool. 
there's no narrative. Oh, what with her losing her? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there isn't. Yeah, and that's it. Because all of a sudden you're like, because that was the thing when she first got shot, and you're like, well, she's 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 well, impervious. Especially because they do that thing where it's Kristen Wiggs getting stronger, and you're like, oh, is is Kristen like siphoning her power? That was my thought. Because I'm like, because you got, they have two parallel things. I'm like, oh, this is muddy. Like it, it just did you guys run with a draft that? Yeah, and then it has to be Steve all of a sudden that's like, this is what's happening. You're like, oh, yeah. I get it now. And I also, was she never makes the choice to, like, no, Steve give her to And that's, I told him that. I say, really, the real hero in both movies is Steve. Yep. Yeah, I was barely paying attention to the movie, and I realized almost instantly when uh, Cheetah was, like, talking about how she wanted to be special, like Diana, I knew what was about to happen. Yeah. It was a wish thing, and, yeah, it just... It, it, they made it super obvious. Yeah. I mean, it's like if you tried to turn Freaky Friday into a superhero movie. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of one of those things I did like that, you know, Steve. Steve Steve did come out being the hero in both of them. He's the one with the freaking the integrity. He's the one yeah. with the freaking the true hero's heart, where in the first movie, he flies a plane and blows up and dies to save everybody. And it also the, felt like this movie didn't have any consequences. Like, no. everything is reversed by the end. Steve is still fucking dead. Yeah. Not it was a filler movie, like no consequences. So like Empire Strikes it was, Back. It was Thor. Oh motherfucker! <laughs> oh, let's not have this debate done. right now. Uh, podcast over. Uh, no, it, it, like Thor two. Like you're like, oh, what's this matter? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, and I cool. felt like it's one of the things. I felt like it was one of those things they were trying to do what they did with Thor Ragnarok, where Thor two was just a f- horrible. And then they come out. Okay, but then they come out with Ragnarok, and then Ragnarok. He's funny. They throw in the humor and everything else. And I felt like in the beginning they tried to do that, but it was almost like they realized as quick as we do that oh this isn't going to work. So they move on to a whole new trope, and you're like, but you still put it out there. Yeah, I do wonder how much COVID kept them from being able to do a reshoot. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure they needed some. Doesn't every DCEU movie need a reshoot? I mean, every movie needs reshoots (laughs) on some level. Yeah, yeah, but then but there's DCEU. DCEU pretty much needs to reshoot every one of their fucking movies from start to end. Yeah, well, and especially it's like, dude, why are you creating an original story? You have so many years of classic stuff to draw yeah. from. Yeah. And I mean, the first Wonder Woman was so good, and we were oh, so looking forward to this. And then it's like, you did it again, man. You did it again, DC. Yep. Did it again. Fucking DC. DC, Fucking DC. DC'd itself. Yep. Yeah, and DC, it's... The only thing good is the cartoons. That's that's been my opinion for a very DC long time. DC is is better off in the cartoons than Marvel. And Marvel. Comics are good too, but like cartoons, <laughs> yeah, they have an yeah. Still, one of my favorite movies ever is Under the Red Hood. Mm, that is a good one. Have you checked out the Superman Red Sun? I haven't watched that one yet, but Should. I love that. It's got one of my favorite lines. It's like I said, who's the best Joker ever? Where where did I, where did I put, he's up there? Yeah, it's Jack Nicholson, Mark Hamill. Oh yeah, well yeah, Mark Hamill too. But, yeah. but most people don't realize it. But I mean, in the movie wise, it's Jack. I love Jack. Yeah, Caesar Romero is good, but Caesar Romero is a different. And this this is a whole another argument. We can sit here and argue for hours on the whole difference between Batman's and Joker's and all that, and how there's True. different ones on different shows, and yeah, they're completely different people. It's a whole another argument. There. Trust me, me and Matt, if you go back on Renerdish. We've had entire like a two and a half hour long episode where we talked about like how the difference between Batman's and Joker's and how that one can't be really better than the other because it's just a completely different person. True. Yeah. So, and there's the whole Mobius chair, three Jokers thing. Yeah, that's true. When Batman Which, asked the Mobius chair, a lot chair, of people don't who know who is about. the Joker. He said, "What they said there was three. The Mobius chair told him there was three. So. Yeah. Yep. Never, I never trust chairs. No, I don't either. I don't either. I barely trust them with my butt. <laughs> well, we're we're running out of time. I've gotten the music here going. Or he does. I can't um, tell if that's a nine or an it's eight. It's an eight. Okay. So <laughs> I have glasses on for once. Um, tell us where we can find you. Uh, you can find me at Kevin underscore egg on Twitter and Instagram. And you can then find my podcast by its cover pod at by its cover pod or if by its cover podcast. Hey, we're putting out one on Johnny Mnemonic probably tonight. Nice. So, yeah. So it's awesome. I love their, as you can tell, I'm always giving them shit because I listen to their podcast religiously. And, um, yeah. 
So if there's not enough, you can make a religion out of this. <laughs> We're gonna make a religion out of the Valentinic Valentinic cult. That's why I need the Satanic Bible so I can do some studying. So <laughs> you mean plagiarism, don't you? Yes. Yeah. It's not plagiarism if it's. Uh, Never mind. I don't know where I was going with that. It's not Nothing. plagiarism if it's religion. Look at Jesus. Exactly. I mean, look, at, look, every religion has just copied the Bible. The Bible, the Quran, they're all written from the same book. It's the same stories over and over again that were like not even written down before that. So it's all, it's all, it's all what it is. It's just pretty, 